Waiting for the perfect time in the day or vacation or for the weekends to do self-care and regenerate is actually one of the biggest mistakes that you could make as a giver, a Christian, focused on serving others and feel tired and exhausted often. And it might be preventing you not only from truly regenerating and sustaining your energy and joy over time, but also from doing the exact thing that you fundamentally love, to serve, to give to others with joy and patience. But this does not have to be this way. And instead, we guide our students to regenerate effectively every day. And in today's episode, I want to narrow this down to the one step that you can take actually today to address this and really use all this is based on psychological research and Christian faith. So if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Ioana Popa, and I'm a co-founder for Team for the Soul with my husband, Sebastian. And we bring this unique blend of science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith. And we want to support people who are committed to regenerate on the go and keep on giving to serve others, to make this world a better place. Stay until the end because I have a great announcement to make today. So what do I mean by waiting for the perfect time in the day or vacation on weekends to do self-care and regenerate is one of the biggest mistakes that you could do, especially as a giver or a Christian, and you want to focus on serving others and feel exhausted? Well, let me explain. Most kinded and hearted human beings, especially Christians, make this mistake of wasting precious time through the day, which is available to us every day, by just focusing on giving, 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 and serving others with a backstory, well, I'll, I'll just take care of myself later. And what happens after weeks and months, although from the outside, they look really patient and loving and kind, inside, they feel like an autopilot with no real connection to God or on and off while they pray with a backlog of stress, overwhelm, exhaustion, irritability. And some people might even start feeling like a fraud or maybe even doubting at times that their faith is strong enough. And this might be exactly where you are right now. And when the retreat and vacation comes, here are the options. They have either a hard time relaxing or they might get even sick, you know, get a cold in the first week. I don't know if that happened to you. That happened to me several times in the past. Or in vacation or retreat, you might have to take care of kids, manage all the details, transportation, you know, sunburn in the summer. Or they might actually truly regenerate during the retreat or vacation. But then once back to work, to family rhythm, you go back to feeling stressed, irritable, or even overwhelmed within a few weeks or months instead of continuing and sustaining that and learning actually the necessary skills to regenerate effectively every day. Now, this happens with, with a weekend as well, because there's a reason why most people describe the Sunday evening blues, right? The mere thought of just going back to work, just going back to the treadmill of life can bring sadness inside. So as mentioned, it does not have to be this way. And instead, we teach our students how to effectively regenerate throughout the day. So, so just look at monasteries, which for many Christians actually represent the place for retreats. The monks and the nuns, the ones who are organizing the retreats, they are busy all day. They work all day and don't, they don't usually go to vacations or spas. And in the weekend, they're sometimes even more busy because they have services, they have to welcome new people. So how come they can really progress in their spiritual life and stay connected with God while serving? 
something is different there. And if the retreat and vacation will be the answer, then what happens to most people coming back and then working and feeling stressed again? I'm sure you had people around you that you've noticed that, or maybe even for yourself, right? So when you decide to start finding ways to regenerate and renew every day, multiple times a day in an effective ways, you can actually start a real journey to have peace of mind and patience and what many Christians call the unceasing prayer, no matter how busy and without the fear of burning out. And this way, you can actually continue giving, continue serving and have maximum impact without feeling all the time that from the outside world, you look peaceful, but the inside feels differently and stressed and overwhelmed and irritable, which can impact actually the way we relate to others, right? And this is what I teach in our program and our students really benefit from this. So today I'm going to show you how can you apply this right now? And I'll just bring the science and theology behind it. So here it is. And this is the foundation. So if you're multitasking, this is the time to come back. I want to share with you that the biggest freedom that ultimately we have as human beings, many times we can change our external. Sometimes we can, sometimes we don't. But the biggest freedom and the biggest regeneration that we have available is through what we focus our attention in. It's our attitude and what psychologists call focus or in some practices, it's called local awareness. And most people don't talk about this, but this is the cornerstone for really fruitful and effective regeneration on a daily basis. What we put our focus and our attention internally and how we scan our environment and what we pick up to really bring our stories, so to speak, inside, it's what we nurture. All right, so here's an example. Let's say you're really busy at work and you see the pile of paperwork and your attention is like a flashlight. All of a sudden, you focus on that flashlight. And what happens in the present moment as we put the attention on the pile of work, we might become overwhelmed, we might become stressed. And this is a very interesting psychological phenomenon that has been proven and shown through research. Once we start to experience a feeling, in this case, an, a worried feeling, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, just by mere looking at some papers. Our brain works in such a way that all of a sudden, different memories going to jump at us. We're going to have starting memories about, oh my goodness, are my kids okay? How do I solve these problems? Did I lock the door? I'm on timetable. I have so many other projects to do, maybe dishes to do at home. So what happens through that emotion and the underground in our subconscious, we connect through our memories to other memories and worries and stressful moments. This in psychology is called mood congruent memory or state dependent memory. And that is reinforced. It becomes stronger and stronger. And we only need to uh, look at the papers one time after certain practice and the stress piles up right away. And then this has an effect in our bodies. Our stress hormones are released. And before we know it, we start accumulating chronic stress. Now, here's the interesting thing. This is the freedom that I was mentioning earlier. We actually can choose what we are focused on in the present moment. 
So instead of looking at the papers, I can just shift my attention to, let's say, I might have some flowers on the desk or a picture of a flower, or you might have a picture of your family, or you might have an icon, whatever you have, you can look at that. And all of a sudden, this is what's going to happen. You connect in the present moment with a feeling that is connected and maybe you smile, you might feel some gratitude or some joyfulness. And that might bring another memory. Now, this time a positive one. Mm, maybe I smell some flowers at another time. And before you know it, you might remember some moments with some dear friends or even some childhood memories or memories with your children, if you have children. And all of a sudden, in the subconscious, the memories that are positive, linked to positive emotions, are going to start linking and growing. And before you know it, they're going to start connecting with one another. And you might even land up in a very sacred moment, in one of those moments where it felt like, oh, I was so free and connected. I felt the nature. Something that happened in the past, we can access it in the present moment because of this phenomenon that I mentioned, the mood congruent memory. And the interesting thing, isn't that fascinating how just by shifting our attention, by shifting our local awareness to the pile of papers, to something that can be regenerating, it can bring us in this space of feeling better. And in Christian theology, this is called, we already have this, it's called the image of God. We already, what Christian call the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we already have those qualities of peace and joy and calm and gratitude that are naturally in us. And interestingly, psychological research through internal family systems, they're showing the same thing. They call it differently because it is a psychological methodology using more scientific and psychological terms, but they call it true self. And this idea that there are those qualities already exist in us, we just resonate what's outside of us. It resonates with the quality that we already have. So this way we can increase the positive loops in here and bring those qualities more into the present. And how is this connected with our renewal in the moment? We do not have to push our regeneration for the future, for that vacation, for that retreat. There's nothing wrong with vacations or retreats. Don't get me wrong, but we waste precious time where we can do this on a daily basis, on a moment by moment, in such a way that we can actually allow ourselves to regenerate and connect with God and connect with the divine. So actually, it's not us who is giving, it's God who is giving. So here's a choice, right? What are you going to focus on today to nurture your soul? Are you going to just, I'm not saying that we're going to ignore the piles of papers. They're going to still be there and need to be tackled. But if we tackle them with worry, do you feel like that's going to help you in your day-to-day -day existence? Or if you're more calm and centered, would that help you into more day-to-day -day existence? Scientific research is showing when we are stressed, our emotions are intense, our brain actually, it's offline. So we don't have really a lot of ability to connect and do our best in the present moment. So it starts with moving backwards almost internally and realize your awareness, this internal lantern. What am I looking? And I used this metaphor before, is like going to the movies 
and having the projector, the images on the screen, the images on the screen are just images on the screen. The source actually goes beyond it. So you want to go beyond who is focusing on the pile of paper or on that beautiful image that you might have, or it could be a tree or a flower or a photo of your kids. And that can make the entire difference, a whole difference. And this is exactly what I'm teaching in my programs. And if you're a Christian, if you're wondering how I can help you with this, sign up to be the first one to hear about when I open the doors very soon. And I'm going to share about, so inside of my program, I teach you exactly how to regenerate body, mind, heart, and soul and sustain your prayerful daily rhythm without having to rely on vacation and retreats. Again, they're not bad but without relying on that and without wasting precious time and eroding your joy and energy with chronic stress so that you can continue to serve others and serve Christ with peace and joy and energy and patience, no matter how busy you are and without the fear of burning out. So the link is under. So just sign up for it and you'll be the first one to know. And with that, I will leave you and I thank you for being in this shared space. And until next time, I say goodbye for now. Thank you.